You're listening to The Sidebar by NYABJ, a show about the world of media through the lens of Black media makers. I'm Tyler Clifford. In this episode, I talk with NABJ President Dorothy Tucker and the president of NAHJ, Nora Lopez, about what members should know ahead of the joint convention in Las Vegas. Here's our conversation. Ms. President Dorothy Tucker and Nora Lopez, I want to say thank you to both of you for joining me here to talk about the upcoming, exciting NABJ, NAHJ joint conference this year in Vegas. Uh, thanks for joining me today. How are you two doing? Hey, stressed, <laughs> overwhelmed, uh, excited, and anxious. How's that? <laughs> what Dorothy said. I mean, we're looking down the barrel of the gun here in the last two and a half weeks, so yeah. We're, we're like ready, ready to to get to Vegas. We yeah. are. I'm definitely ready myself, too. So I just got my hotel booked today, and uh, so I'm getting ready to go with my, with my company, with Reuters. So looking forward to it. So anyway, just wanted to bring you two together here today and get a chance to hear from you two. Uh, give a chance for our listeners to get a chance to just, you know, get a sense of what to know before we have our first in-person conference since 2019. Um, so if you all like just give a chance, you know, what's some important things that attendees should know about this year? Well, there's so much, you know, I, I think that given this is the first time we've really been in person in, in three years, um, you know, there is a heightened sense of excitement, unlike we have not seen in recent years uh, for this convention. Uh, and you know, I, we've rolled out the red carpet in terms of training, um, skill building, the innovation bubble. Uh, we probably have more meal functions than we have in the past. Mm. Uh, you will see uh, a lot more of hands-on sessions okay. than I think, you know, we've, we've had in the past. Um, there, the plenary sessions, I mean, Nora, you know, jump in anytime. Sure. No, it's, 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 I, uh, my understanding is that this is probably the largest annual career expo, um, that we will be putting together. So that's a really huge and a, a big incentive. And I think a big draw for both our memberships, mm-hmm you know, 100 plus sessions and events, nearly 100 companies and organizations. And, you know, as we were talking earlier about the last time we were together in 2020, um, uh, traditionally our partnerships have been based on general election years, but I think being together ahead of the midterm election kind of makes a lot of sense for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've also been navigating the pandemic that has disproportionately affected black and brown uh, communities. So this is going to allow us to exchange a lot of ideas and solutions and talk about common challenges and as well as trying to understand, you know, the unique challenges of our respective communities. I think um, Eric Holder, I'm pretty sure, is confirmed. Okay. Uh, Yesterday, literally, Nora, I don't know whether uh, this has been shared with you, but Fauci. That he is interested in coming uh, to the convention uh, because we are doing some health panels this year. Pfizer mm-hmm. is a sponsor, you know, so uh, we're also having a panel um, 
on Roe v. Wade. You know, mm-hmm. so you're going to see a lot of the headlines mm-hmm. uh, in our plenary sessions. We're doing an entire plenary session on the mass shootings that will look at that intersection of race and coverage and the impact on the minority communities, the impact on our psyches as journalists. Um, you know, but we'll we'll also look at uh, Uvalde. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a we've got a panel with people who black journalists and Hispanic journalists who actually covered the war, you know, in Ukraine. Wow. Coming back. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's some heavy stuff, but it is the kind of information that journalists will learn from, mm-hmm. you know? So I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about what, what we're going to see. That's good to hear. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Lots of really, I think, really good and timely um, discussions, you know, the growing concerns about journalists' mental health as Mm -hmm. they, you know, cover these, you know, horrific mass shootings um, and events like that. And as well as, you know, continuing um, the training for uh, future Black and Latino uh, news executives. That's been a big priority, I think, for both our groups to see more uh, journalists of color in those decision-making roles um, that are helping to direct the content uh, and um, and especially address um, and um, increase the content for our respective communities. So I'm really excited about all of the, the different panels that we're putting together, um, you know, examining um, and looking at, you know, diversity in an investigative and data reporting as well. Um, and then, of course, you know, NHJ will be doing a lot of uh, bilingual, uh, member-driven programs, nice. you know, that's going to touch on education and training, as Dorothy has said, and will be, you know, across all mediums, TV, uh, digital print, podcasting, radio, um, all of those. So I'm really excited about, um, about the programs that um, we've been putting together. Nice, you didn't nice. have some heavy hitters. I know I'm not even giving you a chance to ask questions, but you opened you it's, asked them. And it's questions. perfectly fine. This is just a conversation. So I love it right here, just like this. <laughs> so, you know, the heavy hitters are going to be there. ABC, Robin Roberts okay. is attending. Uh, Lester Holt will be broadcasting the evening news at least two nights wow. from Caesars for us. Wow. Um, you know, Bill Whitaker from 60 Minutes. I saw that. On, on that Wednesday is going to be uh, moderating a behind the scenes look at 60 Minutes. You know? And he is really kind of spearheading or headlining, I should say, our whole new track that is focused on investigative journalist programs, journalism programs uh, and sessions. You know, we're going to look at data. Uh, we're, we're looking at um, computer analysis. We're looking at long-form storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll be doing a show and tell so that some of our members will show their work and then we'll critique the work and look at the look at the writing. You know, we're going to have have some master classes, uh, and and this is not for people who are already have that title. This is an opportunity for to encourage those who are general assignment reporters to uh, to enter that 
that unit, you know, and what can you do to um, get the opportunity? You know, how do you uh, convince your bosses? You know, what kind of work do you do mm-hmm. so you can um, have the chance to do more investigative work? And then it's just playing tools that every journalist can use for mm-hmm. any kind of breaking story. In fact, um, there's a gentleman, I think, oh, God, I forget his name, Stephen something out of there who's running and 90 sessions on just a real life. It's a breaking story. What do you do? What do you investigate? I, I've seen him do it before, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Ron Nixon, you know, from AP. I love Ron. Yes, I love Ron. Yeah, Ron comes every year to look at all those kind of the sources that you should look mm-hmm. at, the resources that you need to do the story. So. Yeah, Ron is a great resource. I, I, he's sort of like a mentor to me as well, so he's helped guide me through as well at NEBJ, so he's a great person right there. So you both mentioned earlier that we obviously are still in a pandemic, or at least by certain measures, we're still in a pandemic. So what should members know heading to the to the conference, how we're navigating these COVID protocols? So there's mask wearing, what are some other protocols? Yes, that they must be masked and they must be vaccinated. They've had to have gone and, you know, gone through the clear program ahead of the registration that was required for registration, um, actually, so we will be following um, those protocols. Um, although I have to tell you that we're, it seems we're in the middle of yet another resurgence. I, I know we've all been seeing these news stories um, that the variants that are out there are just mm-hmm. highly contagious, um, but they're, the, they're also tend to be milder than you know the Delta version was last fall. So it's a kind of a good news, bad news, um, but, um, you know, I, IRE uh, had their conference just a couple of weeks ago, and a lot of people came back sick. I don't know if you heard about that, Dorothy. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had, uh, yeah, yeah, I heard about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, there, were, there was a little mini outbreak, a uh, super spreader event at IRE. So I know that's uh, of top concern for all of us. But at the same time, you know, people have to take on some individual um, responsibility um, mm-hmm. to take care of themselves. And if this is something that's um, health-wise for them an issue, then they need to take that into consideration. Um, so we are, I know I'm gonna be encouraging all of our members to, um, to be masked, um, to, to protect themselves. Uh, we can't let our guard down yet. Let, let me add a couple of things and let me underscore and hear me, you will get turned away if you have not gone through clear, if you have not verified your vaccine status. Um, We're not playing with this. And I've gotten emails from people today, you know, asking, well, what if this, what if that? There is no what if, Um, you know, if if you come, and you think that we're going to say, okay, you can come in, it's not going to happen. Uh, if you bring your husband, your, your wife, your daughter, your children, they also have to go through the process. They have to, be, uh, have to do that vaccine verification. Uh, we're strict about this because we don't want a super spreader. Uh, we know that you know, the, the variant out there today is highly uh, transmissible, but um, 
you know, let's, let's try and do the best we can. Let's put every safety precaution there is in place. So masks will be mandated. We will have people there who will be reminding you to put your mask on to keep your mask on, you know, but are we going to put you out if you don't have your mask on? Absolutely not. Okay. We're not going to police you that way. Uh, we are going to have masks in the room in case you forget yours, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have sanitizer there. Uh, you know, so we're, we're, we're taking every possible precaution that we can, that we can. And you know, at the same time, we recognize that, uh, you know, it, 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 it's tough to eat with a mask on. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's just, let's just get real. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so we're just kind of asking people to, uh, and, you know, as, as Nora said, you know, use good sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to take Definitely. So, had how, so how has registrations gone so far? Do we have an idea of how many people we're expecting, anticipating to attend? You know, and how has registrations so far compared to years prior? Have you all been hearing some people say they're not going to attend because of the health crisis still at play? You know, I have heard not so. I, I've heard a combination of things. Okay. You know, I've heard some people say it's not just COVID concerns; it's the airline prices. Yeah. You know, uh, it's the hotel prices. You know, we got a good rate at Caesars, but the hotel sold out. You know, so, uh, the, you know, and that was good news. That's an indication that people are coming. But some, you know, some of it is inflation. You know, uh, so that's stopping people. Uh, so our numbers, it's hard to say. I will say from what I've been told, the numbers look good. But again, that vaccine verification is out there. What we have is that people who, majority people who've gone through it, but there, there, there's a chunk of folks who are in the process and haven't fin- finished yet. You know, and they've got a couple more days, a few more days to get through it. So I can't really answer that question okay. just because of that chunk of unknown. Okay. Uh, you know, and I quite honestly think some people may have been a little turned off because of the vaccine verification, which is why, you know, one of the reasons that, that we extended it, you know, like I put that out there, look, we hear you. We know this was a challenge, you know, this is new for all of us. So we're going to give you some more time. So I encourage people to take that time. No, it doesn't take long, but you do have to sit down and do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Same here from our members. Um, I've been hearing the same thing. Um, concerns about just how expensive the flights have gotten. It's 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 just extraordinary. Um, the the hit that inflation has taken on uh, on flight uh, prices. So I've I've gotten a lot of complaints from that and. Um, and complaints too that you know the the conference fees on, on top of uh, the expensive hotel and the flights, um, concerned that it's made it unaffordable for for some of our members. Um, but you know um, I'm still also hearing a lot of excitement. Um, people are ready. People are ready to be together again, and um, and they know that this is going to be um, not just a fun conference. Um, but it's also going to be uh, an instructive conference. There's going to be a lot of really important sessions that are really going to uh, provide training and guidance for uh, journalists.
across all the you know spectrums from beginners to rookie journalists to you know those who are in mid-career who want to make that move to the next level mm -hmm. so we've got a little bit of something i think for uh, for everyone nice. i gotta read it i gotta read this tweet for you that <laughs> that was shared and this kind of really sums it up um this young lady says, so excited about NABJ, NAHJ. Don't want to hug when you see me? Run. I'm going rogue. I'm hugging everybody. I miss y'all. <laughs> so Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> you better run when you see me. That's really, really how I feel as well. You know, I just... I just want to be around my people, you know? Yeah, understood, understood. Could you also explain, um, you know, like you said, it's the first time we're coming together all at once again in, in years. Do you know what type of economic impact that NABJ and NAHJ might have on Las Vegas when we convene down there? Down there? Mm, I don't. I would, I, I mean, I would think that well, you're right, since we're coming out of a pandemic, but it seems, as I recall, when we were last there, um, Dorothy, I'm, I'm, although I'm not I'm thinking about it, you might not be there, it seemed like Vegas didn't slow down, but people were still going to Vegas, and it's still a, a drawing uh, spot for big, large conventions, and Caesars Palace is just a huge, huge complex, so we're not going to be alone, um, that's for sure. It's Vegas. Seriously, we're going to be a little blip. Yeah. But I honestly, you know, when we were there at the Strip, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? uh, the good news is that Caesars is huge. And here's the questions that people really need to know. And I hope I save those pictures. So when we were there in, in, in March for our board meeting, I think, Nora, you guys were there in... Uh, in November, I believe. November? Yeah. Okay. So I went scouting for the bars. You know, <laughs> I know that our people, we got to hang out at the bars, right? Oh, yeah, we're going to uh, be there. <laughs> there. There is no huge bar in the lobby. Just, you know, fair warning, you know, how other hotels you walk in and there's a bar right there. And what's that? That doesn't exist in Caesars. All but right. there are at least three bars on the property. Okay. And they're very nice and they're really big. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure we will, we will take over there, uh, those, those places. Uh, probably by the end of the week, we got together with our uh, local members and we're putting together kind of the things you need to know nice. for Vegas. And it is stuff like don't go to the Walgreens on the Strip. That is the most expensive, expensive Walgreens in the city, you know, <laughs> um, you might want to bring cash. When I tried to go, I, I, I found the ATM within the hotel. And Nora, I don't know whether you remember yeah. for this night. $9.99 was the fee for the ATM. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Note to sell. Find another ATM someplace else. Um, so, you know, but there are some places within the hotel where the food is reasonable there are places outside of the hotel very close where the food is reasonable and we're going to kind of uh, put all of that out there for you as well one other tip i think was there and, and, and there are a few but one other one that i remember is 
you know, be careful when you give your credit card, you know, if, you, if you're sitting at the bar and you're drinking, uh, check the bill because sometimes there will be fees associated with the fact that they've given you the courtesy of taking your card. Ah, so, wow. You know, yeah. So it's it's stuff like that that we're going to try and, uh, and share. I think I heard that there's a big, um, is it intelligence, spyware kind of uh, conference going on at the same time, too. So, yeah, everybody needs to be really careful with their uh, credit cards and their money wow. because it's it's it can get a little scary out there. So, yeah. Definitely Be careful. Good tips, great tips. And I know, Nora, you got to get going pretty soon. So I'm going to ask maybe one or just two more questions if I can squeeze the second one in. But the first one I want to ask, I, I was speaking with uh, a new NEBJ member recently, and he asked me, he said, there are so many sessions. How do I, you know, navigate the whole session choosing process and deciding where to go? So you all have any tips for how newcomers who don't understand how confusing or just, you know, overwhelming the schedule may be, what's your best way of giving advice to tracking the schedule and choosing what's best for you? Well, I think they need to try to study our schedule, you know, before they even get there so they can try to figure out which are the ones that are important to them. But I think a lot just depends on where they are, what stage in their career they are and, and what they want to get out of it. You know, um, do they want to, you know, learn tips or, um, get, you know, concrete suggestions on how to get ahead and how to move ahead. Then, you know, there's plenty of sessions, um, that will address that. So I think a lot depends on what stage in their career they are and what are their what are their goals for the next year. And then they can, I know they'll be able to find, you know, bukus of sessions mm -hmm. that will touch on the topics that they're interested in. No, I think the thing, um, there are probably more than a hundred sessions, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe even closer to 140 or something. Um, oh. I think the thing to do is to come in and say, what do I want to achieve this year? What's my primary goal? You know, and let's say that your primary goal is to learn more about the innovations that the kind of tools and innovations that are out there. So, you know, look at the schedule and, you know, and if you do that control F, on the schedule, those words are going to come up, and that's what you then say. You know, those are the sessions that I'm going to focus on. The sessions that I'm going to to attend. Um, you know, I, I, the other thing you have to remember is that over the course of three days, uh, while you may miss a session on Wednesday morning, there's a good possibility there's going to be something similar on Thursday afternoon. Okay. you know, on Friday morning. So just again, when you, you really, as Nora said, need to sit back and as soon as you get there, like lay it out and, 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 and go through it. Every, every page, every session, read all the descriptions, look at the people that perhaps you want to meet, you know, maybe, maybe you're going there with the mindset that there are some key people in my industry in my field in my particular arena i want to make sure that i meet that person uh you know that i want to learn more and i want to this person become my mentor then find those people what you know where are they you know what sessions are they in uh, you know so yeah you know um 
if, if you're interested in trying to learn new skills, um, because, you know, one of the complaints that we get from, from some of our members is that they don't get a lot of, you know, training uh, from their from their workplace. Um, they don't get the chance to learn uh, new tools, um, new innovative ideas. So I think this is the opportunity they have to explore, you know, uh, learning um, new new things, especially I think we're both been focused, both organizations have been focused on trying to improve the number of uh, journalists of color in investigative units. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we are, we've got an investigative unit task force. So um, take advantage of it, you know, and go and see, absorb what kind of skills you need and, and focus on those kinds of, I would, I, would, I, I if it was me, I would be trying to focus on those kinds of sessions that will help you build your your skills so that you can apply it uh, back in your newsroom and you know be a more successful journalist of color nice nice that's very important we need more of those out here telling the truth and asking the questions and pushing these stories that we need so last question for both of you it makes it something more fun what's something that both of you are looking forward to in this year's conference what's the thing which you're most excited about well there's so much. I believe it is. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really more than anything looking forward to that downtime that happens at the end of the day, end of the evening, in the presidential suite where people just yeah. sit around and they talk and they laugh and mm -hmm. they come and they go. You know, I, I, I can't wait to just sit there and you know, have my adult beverage, and see my friends, and see the next one, and really have an opportunity um, to talk to people, mm -hmm. you know, to catch up. Yeah, yeah, seriously. That's that's exactly what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking yeah. forward to reconnecting with um, old colleagues uh, from you know previous uh, newsrooms where I worked at, and. Um, and I'm especially, Dorothy, looking forward to those late afternoons, evenings after it's kind of over and inviting um, our colleagues or former colleagues over to the presidential suite yeah. um, so we can we're enjoy. We're going to have to exchange, you know, we're going to have to visit, visit each other and stuff. We're going to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm looking forward to, that um, after all of the, the learning and the seriousness uh, of the sessions because we do have a lot of very uh heavy you know top learning uh, experiences looking forward to that little uh unwinding at the end of the evening and um visiting with colleagues i'm so looking forward to visiting with my my uh colleagues from uh nabj um that will be there and just enjoying uh, a little sip of tequila at the end of the evening <laughs> in the presidential suite I agree with that one. We love a little tequila. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and answer that question myself, too, before we wrap up then. I think what I'm looking forward to as well, um, on top of what you both just said, you know, it's a family reunion, really. So even beyond that, I'm looking forward to feeling refreshed. I know for me, I've been going to NABJs now since 2018. My first was in New Orleans. And um, even I, I work here in New York now, and me getting to New York from Detroit, I was first in Detroit as a journalist, and I got to New York because of NABJ, because of the opportunities that I, the people I got to meet, the you know job interviews I was able to obtain, it all came through NABJ. So that's such an important thing. So what I'm looking forward to for sure 
is being refreshed, you know, being reinvigorated, reminded why I'm in this industry. Um, sometimes, you know, you feel like, am I doing enough or I feel like I can do much better and whatnot. And that's exactly what these conferences do. They remind you that you're in the right place. Even if you don't got it all together yet, you're on the right path. Just going to these conferences helps. Um, you'll find so many mentors. You're just inspired in so many ways. So I'm looking for, you know, that aftermath of what I'm left with by, you know, going to the conference and leaving afterwards and all the memories I have and looking forward to do it again next year again, too. So that's, <laughs> that's what we're left with. Well so. said. Well Definitely. said. The Sidebar is a production of the Greater New York Chapter of the National Association of Black Journalists. The opinions heard in this episode belong to the individuals who express them and not to NYABJ. The music in our show theme is by Halizna Raps. Subscribe now to join us for more conversations and industry insights straight from the source.